right, we're back. It's the Balls Deep Podcast, Season 7, Week 4. I'm your host, the Commissioner Lee Parker. And I'm your co-host, T-Daddy Payne. Welcome back. Yep, welcome back. We got a great show for you guys today. Taylor, you ready for the past two minutes? Let's hit it. Smell that tea. That's the smell of the steamers shitting themselves this weekend as the feelers hand them their first loss of the season. Lamar Jackson's rumbling, tumbling, bumbling, proving to everyone he's not just the best running back in the league, but he can throw too. Tisburg is getting all the fields early in the season, but you gotta wonder if they are peaking too soon. Tisburg, 127, Steamers, 104. There was beef earlier in the week between Team Taco and Sut in my face. Coach Sutton was hungry for a dub and thought they were going to eat Team Taco's lunch, but Gary and Nick came up with a spicy plan, and the people of Mexico were celebrating as Team Taco stuffed Sutton. Taco, 123, Sutton my face, 99. Public masturbation skeeted all over Pussy's division rival. Comes so hard off Phillip Rivers as Coach Jack leads his men to their first victory of the season. Public masturbation, 129. Comes so hard off Phillip Rivers, 97. The Cuck Lord 3000 was praying for mercy this week after being reverse cucked by Team Pussy Destroyer. Coach Bloom showed the Cuck Lord how to destroy Pussy and grabs his first one of the season, setting things up to prove the haters wrong. Team Pussy Destroyer, 121, Cuck Lord 3000, 92. In the Turkey Bowl, history has been made. For the first time in six years, Sovaco has defeated Burnham. Morton Chubb was only able to get up a small nub on Sunday as the sexy Sylvie Slugs proved to be too hot to handle and show their fans there's no slugging around this season moving on to 3-0. Slugs, 133, Morton Chubb, 86. And lastly, T, Team McCranny took advantage of their off week this week as Team Shear puts up the league's lowest amount of points for the second week in a row, setting up a showdown in the Dicks division between Team McCranny and Titsburg. Team Shear is one loss away from putting a bullet through his skull if things don't change soon. Team McCranny, 113. Team Shear, 84. All right, we're back. That's the fast two minutes. Hope you guys enjoyed it this week. So, Taylor, let's get into this week's matchups. What what surprised you or what caught your eye? Which one do you want to talk about first? Hey, let's talk about the game of the week that we had for uh, week three between Pat and Burnham, the Battle of the Turkey Bowl. Uh, congratulations to Team Sexy Sovie Slugs on their first win ever against uh, Morning Chubb as they moved to 3-0 in the week. Yep, Sovacool needed it. Finally got him. First time in six years, Finally, the Slugs finally beat Morning Chubb. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if you know this. Not to interrupt you, but also recently in the Midwest, Bud Ice went up ten percent in sales after this game. Yeah, how crazy is that? Yeah, that is crazy. I, I did see it. It looks like all the slug fans are just ordering beer with ice now. Well, some someone said uh, at least five percent of it went up to some hotel room in Chicago, and ironically, Pat was in Chicago, um, you know, this past weekend as well. So I wonder if it was that crazy serial killer that ordered all that butt ice 
Yeah, that new Jeffrey Dahmer documentary came out on Netflix, and I think he orders Bud Light with ice, too. So it could be a mix of both. It's like a serial killer move. Oh, yeah. But he's killing the league right now. So <laughs> yeah, props he is. to him. Yeah, he's, he's the only undefeated team left after this week. Only one yeah. left. So kind of kicking it off, um, we still got a lot of firsts this week. So Team Taco gets their first win over this uh, Sut in My Face, the face hitters. So brutal start of the season for the face hitters. I mean, they they just can't catch a break. And Team Taco, they needed it. Gary and Nick finally get on the board with a dub. Yeah, there was a fiesta in the streets this week in Mexico. Congratulations to Team Taco and them for their first win. Uh, another well-deserved uh, win for Bloom. Um, so – I'm probably going to be putting my foot in my mouth again, uh, but he won't be finishing last, and he's looking to capitalize this week after his huge upset uh, that had the cuck lord praying for mercy. Yeah, kind of keeping it in the balls division. Bloom did get his first win this week pretty handily, about around 30 points over the cuck lord 3,000. Tough for the cuck lord. I mean, he's just suffering with injuries with Justin Herbert going out and not playing up, up to par. and just Yeah, I mean, it might be time to start Jared Goff until Justin Herbert gets healthy. For sure. And that's a reliable guy that's been playing really well this year that he luckily has on his bench. I mean, is he going to put up 30 points up in the 20s? Uh, probably not, but he's still going to get you consistent numbers. And he's been playing consistently uh, for all three weeks so far. Yeah. Yes. I think keeping it with the first wins, uh, we also have public masturbation getting their first win of the season over Team Henson. Our Henson's team comes to hard at Phillip Rivers. Pretty handily, about by 32 points. Huge win for public masturbation because it was a postseason divisional game, and Henson needs to kind of get his boys, kind of get needs to get his boys in line because right now he's one and two in the division. He's only half a game back, but he can't can't afford it back to back losses. Yeah, uh, they were back in the streets this week and absolutely exploited Team Henson, who I thought and still think he's a dark horse in this league. Uh, if he can get a win this week, he'll easily bounce back. But if he takes another L this week. Um, we might be seeing him sitting in the back of the 8th and 12th seed, not making the playoffs. Yeah. And then we got Team McCrane defeating Team Shear. Still just a tough tough start to the season for Team Shear, putting up the second week in a row with the lowest amount of points. And But McCraney, I mean, his team is just solid, but he did put up the fewest points for a winning team this week. But maybe he was just resting his guys for this week's matchup. A win is a win. And uh, no running back, no hope in this league whatsoever. Um, I really hope over at the Shear organization that they're putting together uh, a really strong game plan before everyone starts questioning his method and before he finishes with zero wins this year, which would be a league history first. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, he needs to he needs to figure something out soon. And then lastly, we had the Tisburg Feelers defeating the Cleveland Steamers. I mean, Tisburg is just a steam train at this point. We just grab our lunch pails and go to work every Sunday. It looks like. We're just we're playing on all we're firing on all cylinders and we're just lighting teams up. We win. This is our we actually lead the series against the Steamers six to two, which is pretty surprising, but kind of have the Steamers number. But yeah, huge win for Pittsburgh. Yeah, they're getting all the feels that they want right now on their way to the divisional championship. Uh, but this week that might come up short. Uh, so you got a really good game between you and McCraney that's going to really set you apart that you can put a chokehold on your division and absolutely run away with it, or it's going to be a setback once again for the feelers. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, I mean, I know it's, it's, it's only week three. It was only week two last week. We're putting up good points now, but yeah, we hope, hope hopefully we're not, we're not shooting our load too early. <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> and so some kind of notes from the previous matchups, the Dicks division goes one and over versus pussies. The balls division goes one and over versus the taints division. 
Um, we had five teams scoring under 100 points, so kind of a low-scoring week for everyone all around. And we also had the Taints division losing their undefeated streak in outer divisional games with Team Taco defeating the Sutton My Facers. So, yeah, I mean, a lot happened this week. And then also we had the week of first. Bloom, Jack, Topper all get their first wins. Coleman gets his first loss, and Burnham loses to Pat for the first time. Yeah, I mean, this is what this league is. It's absolutely chaotic, and that's how we love it. That's how the fans love it. Uh, so it's good to see some guys get on the in the W column this week that absolutely needed the win. Uh, and it just goes to show the guys that think that they have the dream team that you're always one opponent away from having your dream true end. Uh, the sucky guys can easily come in and upset the guys that you thought were going to be absolute studs for this week. Like Justin Jefferson didn't do anything. Jalen Waddle got shut down. And God bless Tua. Um, hopefully he's going to have a speedy recovery. Um, but, yeah, you just never know um, who's got the hot hand coming into this week. Yeah, I, I kind of blame Jack for that Tua injury. I mean, there's no reason for him to even be playing. Jack should have let him sit. I don't know why he was putting him in there. Yeah, uh, and he's going to be probably questioned. Uh, the media is probably going to hound him um, about that decision. But, um, you know, two agreed to play, and um, you got to put your best man forward. Yeah. So kind of getting on to our current playoff seedings, we got the Sexy Soviet Slugs, our only undefeated team being the projected first seed, the winner of the Taints division. The two seed, we got Pittsburgh, Celebrate, and um, the Pittsburgh Feelers 2-1, and one, the Dix Divisional Champ projected. We got the three seed as the Cucklor 3000 dropping out of the two seed, but still winning his division in the balls division. Four seed, we got Public Masturbation. Five seed, we got Morning Chubb. Six seed, we got Team McCraney. And then with our seventh and eighth, our first two teams out, we got the Steamers and Team Taco. And then we still, as our projected sacco, we still got Team Shear at 0-3. I just think if you're Team Taco right now, you just got to be thankful to even be in the position that he's in uh, after a really, really slow start. Uh, to the win to the season for him and Gary. Um, so he's just lucky to be in that position right now. Hopefully yeah. he can capitalize and uh, move his way up a couple of seats. Yeah. Even in his losses, he's still been putting up points. Cause that's why he's right now tied or he, he, he leads the tiebreakers for all the one and two teams as the eight seed. He has the most points for one and two teams. So even in his losses, he's still putting up points, which he really needs. And then um, McCraney currently has more points than Burnham, but Burnham beat him head to head. That's why Burnham's a five seed and McCraney's a six seed. And then public masturbation is tied with the Cleveland Steamers for the Pussies division, but he has more points, 383 to 381. So he's only separated by two points. Yeah, not bad whatsoever. And I'm still going to stick with this. Um, I still think that uh, Henson's team has an opportunity, especially in his division, to still climb his way up into one of the wild card seats. Um, it's, a lot of stuff interesting is going to happen in these next couple of weeks. Um, as we kind of said earlier, now your team, well, now your team, and you have to this week. I'm sorry, I'm blanking out for a second. Now is the time to establish yourself uh, in this league. Uh, there's no more free free ones uh, whatsoever. And you got to put together a game plan if you're going to make it into the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. Nothing's ever guaranteed in fantasy football. And this is the week where, yeah, like your weeks one, two, and three, you're kind of setting up your roster and the league's still kind of taking shape for the season. But yeah, these these weeks going forward, you can't afford to lose back to back games. You got to, you can't have any losing streaks. If you lose, you got to win the next week. Oh, absolutely. Yep. So let's kick it off to uh, waiver wire Wednesday. We had a lot of action this week. So Shear was the first on the waivers and he decided to drop Matt Ryan, which I kind of agree with. I think Matt Ryan's seen better days and he, he picked up Tyler Conklin, the New York Jets tight end. Not sure why he didn't get a running back, but yeah, I mean, 
that's the first thing that sticks out to me. Uh, he did the exact opposite. He actually dropped another running back, um, which for him, he, he's just got to have depth when it comes to running backs. And no one still knows his master plan. Uh, the great news is, as I've always said, uh, as long as he wins his division, it doesn't matter what the win in L column looks like. So unless he's got some kind of plan that he's going to throw together in here the next couple of weeks, or he expects some running back to emerge, um, it, it, he's going to go Sacco. Um, and he could have easily capitalized on the opportunity, probably taking Conklin a little bit later on the waiver wires, even though it's a strong pickup and he's a solid tight end that's put up decent points the past three weeks. But Alexander, excuse me, Alexander Madison would have been a great addition and pickup for him now that he's going to be um, replacing Dalvin Cook as he's injured right now. Yeah, yeah poet masturbation. He dropped uh, A.J. Green for Alexander Madison, which is probably the, the pickup of the week with Dalvin. Great Cook pickup. Yeah. Yeah. Great pickup. And then we also had Sutton, my face, um, dropping his favorite player, Cole Komet, for the Vikings defense, who I think is a, a great pickup this week because they're playing the Saints in London on Sunday. And the Saints, um, they lost their quarterback. Uh, Jameis Winston's hurt, and he's out. So they'll be starting, uh, I think, Andy Dalton, the original Red Rocket. Dude, I'm so excited about Andy Dalton's revenge tour. Uh, but realistically <laughs> – there's, there can only be one Red Rocket in the league, and Carson Wentz has already established himself. He's actually having not a bad year whatsoever. Uh, but, yeah, a great move on Sutton's part. Andy Dalton's probably going to throw at least three or four picks. Um, and he keeps on making great pickups off the waiver wire, uh, in my opinion. Uh, Gerald Everett, yeah, Gerald Everett, um, even though he didn't put up great numbers last week, Justin Herbert's hurt, and I think he's hurt as well. Uh, he's still been active on the waiver wire and making good moves for his team. Even though he's been injury uh, plagued, uh, he's making the right moves to set himself up for some big upsets and wins yeah. down the road. Yeah, and Coach Henson was very active on the waiver wires with Consarda Phillip Rivers. He dropped the Bengals defense for the Giants defense, and he dropped Zach Moss for Craig Reynolds, and then drops Craig Reynolds for Romeo Dobbs, that Green Bay receiver, who I think is going to be a stud. He's a young young receiver that just got into Green Bay, and Aaron Rodgers just makes all the receivers look good. Yeah. You said Alexander Madison was a pickup of the week. In my eyes, uh, this Romeo Dobbs guy is the pickup of the week. He absolutely torched um, and ran all over the field against Tampa Bay. Uh, I think he had eight targets, eight receptions, like 216 yards. I think this is going to be Aaron Rodgers' new go-to guy in the young wide receiver group in Green Bay, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. And then the Cuck Lord, the Cuck Lord dropped Noah Brown, who – both of us were kind of shitting on last week, and he drops Dontrell Hillard and picks up that Mac Collins, the Las Vegas receiver, who I think is a good pickup. Uh, Vegas just has so many targets on offense, and it just seems like Derek Carr just likes to throw to the random, the most random players. I'm like, still yeah. asking. I'm still questioning and asking who is Noah Brown. Uh, still don't know the guy. Haven't heard of him. Uh, but Mac Collins, I think you're absolutely right. Was a great pickup. Uh, the only con of that is. I mean, Vegas is loaded with wide receiver talent. If you have Hunter Renfro right now, I know you're probably scratching your head and pulling out your hair because he's not putting up the numbers that he did last year. But Darren Waller's healthy. Devontae Adams is healthy. Uh, and then these young guys that we haven't heard of really, like Mac Hollins, um, could be a great pickup in addition to the wide receiver group that Jared already has. Yeah. And then rounding out the waiver wires, we had Team Shear dropping the running back uh, Kenneth Gainwell and picking up Jake Elliott, the Philly kicker, which is very, very uh, a big head scratcher there. Doesn't make sense, but hey, he's running his team and he's he's doing what he thinks is best. Yeah, no comment. <laughs> yeah, no comment. 
All right, so let's kind of kick it off to this week's matchups. Uh, you have any matchups you want? To, where do you want to start off with, or what do you think is the game of the week this week? Oh man, how does it feel to finally have the spotlight on you? Game of the week this week for me is Tixburg Feelers and Team McCraney. Um, it's only a 0.5 favorite for you, Parker. And yes. of course, uh, last night's games definitely helped some of you, um, including yourself. Uh, but do not count Team McCraney out whatsoever. Uh, he's definitely breathing down your neck, but this could be the best opportunity for you, as I said earlier, to capitalize and take hold of your division. Yeah, this and you a- and you made some and not to cut you off, you made some good moves. I mean, you've got some good guys that are putting up good numbers, so you deserve that credit. Yeah, this this is like the Sunday night primetime matchup right here because both teams can get a stranglehold of the Dicks division. We're both two and one, and neither of us want to fall a game back to each other. And it'll, it's big for the tiebreakers, you know. So. Yeah, this is a big matchup. Hopefully, like I said, we know it's only early in the season. Hopefully, we haven't blown our load too soon. Um, but yeah, this is yeah. I'm, I'm we're not taking McCraney lightly. To put it to put it short. Yeah, let's kick it kick it off to another Dix divisional or Dix uh, team. We got the Dix versus Pussies matchup between Team Shear versus Public Masturbation. Jack's favored by six point eight points. The series is tied five to five over the years. But I think I just I just don't see Team Shear getting a dub this week. Yeah, even though it's a pretty close spread, I think, as of right now. Um, but I agree with you. I don't see Shear getting a win this week uh, unless he gets some death at a running back situation. Uh, I'm going to say that until the day he gets some running backs to just prove my point because he's got the wide receiver group. He's got a great wide receiver group, good tight end, um, but no running backs. So that's going to really hurt him. Yeah, if I'm Shear, I mean, he ha- he's low. He has T. Higgins and Devontae Adams, like, Give up one of those guys and try to get a running back from someone, you know? Yeah, you can literally get uh, a one for two, trading one of those wide receivers for two decent running backs, I think. Because Antonio Gibson and Naheen Himes, just that ain't it. No, and I, I, I have Antonio Gibson's as well. Um, I usually just put him at flex, but he's not putting up the numbers that he started off like he did last year. Um, and I just think the Redskins – have so many options at wide receiver and they don't have an established running back that's going to get them. Uh, that's going to pound the ball from 20 to 25 uh, rushing attempts. So they're definitely going to be throwing a lot more than running with Antonio Gibson, which Antonio Gibson's still a Swiss army knife. He's great in the backfield. He can catch it. So he's still not a bad start. If you could get it, someone just to compliment him, like trading up for maybe an AJ Dillon, who's I think pretty good um yeah or someone like that would be an easy pickup uh like a one for two as i said yeah but you know sheer could be like the sleeping giant you know he, he, he he's zero three right now but if he gets his first win it might he might turn on the lights in the team sheer office oh i hope so i mean that'd be a storybook uh start of the season and ending of the season as well yeah and then kicking it off to a pussy's divisional matchup we got comes with philip rivers versus the cleveland steamers Henson's favored by two points, and Coleman leads the series two to one. Um, this is a huge matchup for them. I mean, Henson can't afford to get behind in the standings, and the Steamers can't afford to lose two back to back. You know. Yeah, I mean, you got to remember, Henson's one of the youngest coaches and uh, franchise owners in this league, um, so he's still, you know, building a team, building an organization. But I think it's uh, not full steam ahead for Coleman this week. I think Henson's got a couple tricks up his sleeve. He's been really active on the waiver wire. He's made some great pickups. Uh, he's adjusted his lo- lineup. Um, I think I got to go with Henson this week. Yeah. That could, yeah, that could play dividends 
and later on in the season. And then in the balls divisional or in the balls division, we got another matchup between Team Pussy Destroyer and Team Taco. Both of them coming off their first wins of the season last week. We got the Battle of the Knicks. Bloom does lead the series five to one, and he's favored to win this one by three point eight. But you know, like we were saying, anything can happen in fantasy. But yeah, this this could be a tone setter for both of them with the uh, the Cucklor losing last week. So they they got some ground to make up. I'm just glad to see Bloom finally start Amari Cooper. I mean, it was driving me crazy that he didn't start or play him for like the past two weeks and he was putting up 20 or more points. Um, you know, I think Team Taco still should come out with the W this week, even though he is not the favored uh, for this matchup. Um, but if Bloom wins this one, I'm going to have to make a 180 on my opinion about him and put some respect on his name. Because uh, yeah. that would be two big upsets for him back-to-back weeks, which would build a lot of momentum carrying on into the season. Yeah, getting a win streak early in the season. Yeah, I mean he could he could get his team firing on all cylinders and getting getting a good getting a good push midway through the season. It was all to, yeah, all he has to do is just keep up with his lineup and he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then so we also have uh, the other balls uh, member playing a Taints member in the Cucklor three thousand playing the sexy Toby Slugs. Jared leads the series three to one, and he's favored in this matchup by six point six points. Um, so yeah, they got they got the Sovacool they got Sovacool losing his first game this this year um, in this game and projected. Yeah, it'd be a huge bounce back week for the Cuck Lord and, and a much needed win uh, to still hold on to one of those top five seeds and to move up. But I think Sexy Sovi Slug just has people's numbers this year. Uh, I think with a little butt ice magic uh, and a little bit of an adjustment that he's going to do for this week. Um, he's definitely going to have the cuck lord going back to church and figure out a new game plan uh, to carry on and to deepen the season to add some more wins. Yeah, I mean, in the cuck lord, they're just battling injuries right now. You know, we talked yeah. about earlier with Justin Herbert being hurt. So, yeah, he, he kind of needs to make some roster changes this week. But, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think the slugs are – they're just kicking ass and taking names this year. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be hard to put them down. Well, when you go four and nine for almost six years – I mean, at some point, it's got to turn around. Yeah. And 2022 seems to be Pat's year. Yeah. And our last matchup of the week <laughs> with the Taints Divisional matchup, we got Morning Chubb versus set the Sutton My Face. Sutton's favored by 24 points, but Burnham does lead the series 5-2. to two. Um, Kind of a can't lose for both of them. You know, with the Soviet Slugs still remaining undefeated, they can't fall further back in the division. Um, hopefully... Hopefully, yeah, I bet they're both hoping to get the dub this week. They kind of need it. So, yeah, uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Well, I hope, uh, first of all, uh, Morning Chubb wakes up Sunday morning and pops three Viagras because they're going to need some long-time extended research and uh, roster adjustment if they're going to beat this 24-point uh, spread difference against Team Sutton. Uh, Team Sutton absolutely needs this win this week. Uh, it's crucial for him to win. Because if he takes a loss this week, um, I, I guess Burnham and Pat, yeah, I guess Burnham and Pat are right. He's the cupcake. Yeah. But I talked to him this past weekend. I ran into him uh, outside the John Silvacool Ohio State linebacker clinic camp. Uh, he was there scouting some guys to add to his uh, organization. He did not seem worried whatsoever. And I have to give him kudos because he's been really active on the waiver wire as well. And as I said earlier, he's made some great pickups and some adjustments. As long as his team stays healthy, he should still have a really, really great team. But if he takes a loss this week, uh, we could see him next year in Kansas uh, at the um, 
the corn bowl or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone loves going to the corn bowl, but uh, yeah, that kind of wraps it up. You ready to get into our interview? Let's do it. Now we welcome in our guest. He's been in the league since 2016. One of the original founding members, owner of Team Taco, Nick Topper. Topper, how you doing? How's it going, boys? Thanks for having me on. It, it's a pleasure to be here on behalf of Team Taco. Yeah, Topper, you're coming off your first win of the season over Sutton My Face, finally beating the face sitters or suffocating the face sitters. Um, <laughs> huge win for Team Taco. Yeah, no, it came down to the boys having to show out on Monday night and we finally got it done. It's been a couple close ones that we dropped in weeks one and two, you know, we're kind of like the Bengals. I was telling Parker earlier, we're, we're going to call back. I got a strong team this year. Happy to get our first win and get things moving. Uh, a question that everyone in this league wants to know, um, why did you bring on the addition of Gary Topper this year to help you out with team taco franchise? Yeah. You know, so Gary actually had, a league with all his buddies from a few, all his college buddies that they've been in for like 20 something years. <laughs> and the dude that ran it was finally like, and I, and I, I was always like a co-owner with him there. The dude that ran it was like, fuck this. We're done. Um, Cause mm. half, the, half the people weren't even in it anymore. And he was teamless. So we, we just adopted Gary Topper on our team to give, you know, a lone fantasy soul place to place to play. Yeah, that's kind of my segue into the next question. So, like, who who decides the lineup before kickoff? Like, do y'all consult each other, or does someone have authority over the other? Uh, it's been me. He's been really – he's – on his team, he was more hands-on. He's been pretty hands-off. I think he's wrapping up uh, tennis season here. So, he's had a bunch of tennis matches and a, a chock full of excuses as to why he's not been keeping up with it. So, maybe that contributed to our couple opening – Season losses was a little, little uh, back between management, you know. Yeah, but I think we're up, we're down the right path, and you know, Team Taco, big, big divisional game this this weekend. Yes, the against, battle of against Bloom. So we'll yeah. see, we'll see if we can hold up. Yes, the battle of Knicks. Who, who's the real Nick? Yeah, yeah. I I would like to think that you know. He's more of a Nicholas, you know. I could be kind of the real <laughs> around here, so we'll see how we'll see if uh, the score says the same. Yeah, you need to put some respect on your name because he does lead the series five to one against you. But you know, it's a new 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 year, new season, new game. Yeah, yeah, you know, and Team Taco early on in the league had a couple stinker years, and uh, you know, we're really coming back on. We're really coming back on. Yeah, I mean. Well, you're, you're 31 and 50 overall in the regular season, but you've made the play the playoffs three times. You're two and three in the postseason, so not a bad postseason record. You made the championship game in 2019, but yeah, not not the best regular season team. Not the best regular season team. I think one year I only won divisional games. That was my first playoff berth. It was three year three year playoff streak. So really, the first. <laughs> the first three years of the of the league, we were kind of not even in contention. Then you know, clawed our way as the underdog uh, three years ago, and we've just been building winning resume ever since. And had a had a big undefeated start last year, so we'll we'll see. Yeah, a question that a lot of people have, and everyone that's came on our show that's given you crap about you and Gary, and then Mel Kuyper and I rated you as one of the top three draft classes. Um, 
why are you still starting Matthew Stafford week in and week out, <laughs> even though he hasn't put up, you know, huge. I huge don't, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's a damn good dog. And it's all it's all about the fight, and I I think he's got that dog in him sometimes. But yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I I need to make a move at quarterback. I just can't pull the trigger because the, I mean across the league, quarterback play has been pretty lack like other than like Lamar Jackson and you know it's those top quarterbacks. It's kind of been pretty even across the board for quarterback play. So I feel like it's kind of a gamble whoever you're to throw in there. So just been sticking to the guns with the original starter. I mean, we'll see if the defending Super Bowl champs. He, he usually gets a touchdown. Last week was his first week without one or more touch, touchdown passes. And I don't even know how many consecutive games it was. It was one of those years or maybe red zone stats. So I don't know. Right now we're sticking to the guns. Fuck everyone. He's giving us shit. Um, Stafford's got that dog in him. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah, kind of in that I, situation where if, if you don't start him, he's going to go off. So, yeah, I kind of agree with you. You just kind of got to let, let it ride with him. He's, yeah, got more inter, he's got more interceptions and touchdowns as of right now, but that could easily turn around uh, for sure. Um, another guy that I agreed with you at first about taking kind of early for a tight end was Dustin Knox. He's been an absolute bust for you. So are you going to make yeah. a move on him, like find another tight end? Because I feel like in this league, I think Coleman Sturkey said it best. I mean, I'll say this week in, week out, because I'm realizing this in both my fantasy leagues, if you don't have a good depth of tight ends, which they're like your game changers, they're going to either make or break you for a W or a loss, uh, then you're going to lose a lot of games. Yeah, well, you know, Dawson Dox, he did just come off that contract extent. He just got in that contract extension. His brother, who I know played college football, I forget where, just died. I heard. FIU. So I, yeah, yeah FIU. FIU. So I'm thinking maybe it's – a little, a little mental game with him right now. He, he's got the contract, so he feels comfortable. And then maybe he's more his brother, but, I mean, he's bound for a redemption game coming up soon. But he has been pretty lackluster in the, in the first couple of weeks. Picked up Logan Thomas um, off the waiver wire. I actually started him last week. Uh, he put up 13 points on my bench. And when Dawson put up, I think, like six or seven but he shit the bed last week, put Dawson back in the lineup this week, hoping he gets that first touchdown in the year. We'll see. It's bound to happen. Yeah, last year he balled out for sure. Uh, and my last question for you is, you know, everyone's taking shots at you uh, in this league. Who would you like in your moment, in this moment in time, to take shots at? Who do you want to call out? I mean, you know, people just take – it's kind of how, how it is with me. People like to take shots. I got I got no beef with anybody. I don't like I don't think I particularly want to call out anyone, but Kyle Shear proposed a trade to me this week with what? Devontae Adams. Oh, was it a running I, back? Was it a running did he at least try to give you, get a running back out of you? Yeah, he was going for Josh Jacobs. Um Kyle, I'm calling it now straight up. I'll go Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams on a one-way trade if, if you if you want to revisit it. <laughs> oh, thank God. Someone's gonna yeah. make the trade. But, um, um, you know, I, I thought you would call out, like, you know, someone, one of the top five seed people. I mean, Kyle Shearer doesn't even, does even haunt your nightmares. What's up? He's not even your rearview mirror. The guy's 0-3. Yeah, 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 you know, I know. But, yeah, I'm kind of want, I want a little piece of this action. I don't know. I don't really got any gripe with anyone. You know, I don't really listen to the haters, you know. Let, it, let them keep chirping and I'll let Team Taco just show it out on the field. Yeah. Well, people need, to be, people need to be aware that you're a Mark Rick football camp alumni, so – 
Watch out. Yeah, you know, you you saw you saw it there. We were we were taught the right way to play. And, you know. Finish the drill. Uh, I think I, I think I was the, the center on our flag football team. So yeah. yeah, I think I'm pretty sure we won some games. I, I think we got to the championship or something. I'm sure we did. Hey, some people say the center is the most important player on the team. He, he's the one he touches the ball every play. Oh, he's the quarterback of the offensive line. Most most essential player on the team. I, fun fact, I played center freshman year on the freshman team at high school. Fucking, I think we set the record for fumbled snaps, man. I couldn't get it back there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, earlier when me and Taylor were recording, I, I called Sheer. He might be a sleeping giant. But honestly, your team might be a sleeping giant. You got Jonathan Taylor, Saquon, C.D. Lamb, Jerry Judy, all of them having kind of subpar seasons to start the season. But, you know, they could all – boom like later on you know so you never oh yeah we we have we have upward trajectory and i know we're gonna set the tone this weekend again we got a lot of people on the team that are itching for that first touchdown so in hot take jerry judy just had a fucking baby this week and everybody knows that's a guaranteed touchdown so he's got dad strength now he's got dad strength yeah Yeah. lock yeah i mean you i love the bills defense and everyone loves justin tucker i think he's like the best kicker in the league so, I mean, yeah. it's solid. And you do got bench depth. So, James. Bill Steve's a question mark with all the injuries. You know, it started off hot, but we'll see how they can say. I didn't think this is going to be a tough week against Baltimore, but the um, rest of the team's got to come to play. I'm not counting on them this week. Yeah. yeah and then Adam, Adam Thielen's always again. old reliable. Yeah. Yeah, dude, started him last week, came in, but got like 18 points off the bench. That was huge. Yeah. Adam Thielen's always been a stud. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, everything's kind of looking up for Team Taco. The people in Mexico might finally be able to be able to have some fiestas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were thinking about taking our our team across the border, maybe like going to Texas, get a little Tex-Mex action because Team Taco. The Mexican people are really frustrated with the performance of Team Taco. Let's see if we can bring it back. Yeah, yeah. So, what uh, does Gary have any plans for for the team like going forward? Did he help you out with the draft or anything? Yeah, yeah, Gary and I, we drafted together. We, we did, um, you know, I think that, that that one's on me. I need to inspire more more uh, action out of Gary. I really need him to start collaborating. He kind of, he's kind of off, you know. But he, he, he's just, he he's gambling now. He's, we got him on the book with Sovacool. So, I think he's more <laughs> focused on hitting the lines than he is in fantasy football. He's like, well, what are you taking on Sunday? It's like, well, who, who are we starting? He's lost the sauce. Does uh, Gary drink Bud Ice? Is that how you met Pat? <laughs> yeah, they, they met uh, at the Bud Ice tent at a live tour event. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you find most of your bookies nowadays, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I'm sure. I'm, well, I'm sure that's where, where Pat sets up shop, the Bud Ice tent. <laughs> So, sure. Yeah, we already talked about it, but yeah, you got a huge matchup this week against Bloom and Team Pussy Destroyer. Whoever kind of takes that game is going to be on a two-game winning streak and just everything, you know, kind of everything in front of them. So, yeah. yeah, we really got to show Team Pussy Destroyer how we penetrate and really destroy that pussy. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I, I don't have any other questions. Taylor, do you got any other thing? No, no other questions. Uh, I've been one for two for picking topper week in and week out, uh, win and loss column. So um, it's got a great draft class. Uh, I'll still hold to that statement, but hopefully him and Gary can put something together uh, to turn the season around and finish in the top four seeds. Yeah, I was just like, I was just going to say, thanks for having me on, boys. It's been a deep, it, it, in the weeds conversation on Team Taco and 
and just I, I love the direction the league's headed. You guys are doing a great job. I'm, I'm happy to see new ownership and Pittsburgh feelers. I know it's been a couple disappointing seasons, and we're always appreciative of Mr. Commissioner Scarborough. You know, he's the OG, he's the go. Well, we don't appreciate you. Missing, uh, we don't appreciate you missing uh, top it off for the past four weeks now. Yeah, That's your you know, I, I figured that I missed it. I was a little late. I was going to try to do something, but you know, it's the all thing you're running with it. Maybe we can get it incorporated. I can get something going here. Um, we'll talk got, about it at the we'll we'll talk about it at the Bud Ice Convention this year in, in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what that, exactly. So yeah, top. I don't have Gary's number, so you're you're more than welcome to add him to the group me at any point. Yeah, I know. I gotta get him in there. I can't. But no, what is it? He's locked. It's locked. So I can't. Oh, you have, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. Text me so I, I can add him. I will. Well, also, Topper, if you can make a trade happen, I mean, that would spice up the league and give us some more talking points for next you week. Well, dude, yeah, we don't have any. I went, I went for it all with Kick Lighter last week. We were. I was gonna go. It was Josh Jacobs, C.D. Lamb, Jameis for. Uh, I, would, I would hold on to CD Lamb. I, no, I was going. For, I was going for Debo, Devin Singletary, and um, I forget who else. But no, at the time, CD had a couple tough games. But I, I have confidence is back in CD after last week. He fucking balled. Yeah, yeah Cooper Rush might take Dak's job. Yeah, someone might win yeah, that quarterhouse. Quarterhouse stake, you know, for team Cooper Rush. Looking but. for a juicy wide receiver trade with maybe. A pretty decent quarterback involved. Well, I, I don't have anything else, so I appreciate you coming on, Topper. Um, See you, Topper. The people in Mexico. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Love you, man. See ya. See ya. Peace. All right, we're back. Many thanks to Topper for uh, joining us this week. Taylor, you got anything else to add? No. No, not whatsoever. Get ready for another great week of football, and we'll see you next week on Thursday. Yep, thanks for listening. It's like, oh, base. Cool. You know how you make the bass better? Crank the bass up. Yeah. You know how I make the kick drum better? Crank the bass up. <laughs> and it's like, no, not really.